Hello and welcome to another Toonami pre-flight. We were off last week due to spring break-like conditions shutting down most of operations here at <laughs> William Street. Um, who knew? Such a pandemic. Everyone has their children and they got to spend time with them. It's unfortunate reality of the world. It is unfortunate. Um, but luckily, all that shit's behind us, so we're back Whew. again. Uh, and today we're going to talk Pokemon. And Pokemon! More Pokemon. Seems kind of silly to talk about Pokemon. Like, what are we going to say that anybody doesn't already know? But well, we'll get to that in a second. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, you could say that about literally everything we're talking about. What's there What's there to say? What's new to say? Who cares? I think you're making a solid point for us <laughs> shutting down operations. <clears throat> Your enthusiasm um, shines through always. Yeah. I'm uh, at every moment. I try to just bring light to the world. Hopefully the special effects team will yeah. come through on that one. Um, I don't remember where we were on the list. Low. Of, we got a lot to go. It's like 40. We're in the 40s. Pokemon, Pokemon ended up in the somewhere in the 40s of our uh, 50 greatest anime series of all time. Uh, list that we are working from that Paste did um, last year. And you can't talk about the greatest anime series of all time without talking about Pokemon. So, yeah. Um, it's probably the. There's over a thousand episodes at this point, which is insane. And over a thousand video games as well. And it's probably the single biggest success in terms of a video game franchise. It's like this and Mario are the two with the most games, the most spin-off, the most merch like yeah. in terms of just a profit generating machine, Pokémon and Mario are the two most profitable video game franchises. Both owned by Nintendo, you Nintendo nerds, I'm sure you're happy hugging yourselves somewhere in the corner. Oh, me and my Switch. Um but Pokemon started in 96 as Game Boy games. Uh, in the in Japan, it was Pokemon Red and Green. And for some reason, in the U.S., it was Red and Blue. Which, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I Was why. there something that was like, hmm. to make it separate? I don't know. Because yeah. it definitely didn't come out the same time. But I, I, I guess it was like, we can't call it. But they were originally like Maybe somebody black and white Game Boy. Game. It wasn't color. Yeah. It wasn't Game Boy Advance. It was black and white Game Boy games. Um, did you... Play the original I Pokemon did. Um, back when it came out. Yeah, because it was in the, that and back Tetris in, back in '96. Uh, what else was you? I don't know. Was the big Game Boy game like the original? I mean, grayscale Game Boy game that I would play. Zelda, Zelda. Yeah. Um, but so they started out as with RPGs. So they were they're like role playing games in which the central point is you're a trainer and you wander around and go from town to town basically helping people solve trouble or you know something's going on and they need your help and you uh, have some Pokemon that are like farm raised Pokemon they're like that you can get it's that a are starter kit starter kit and the idea is your Pokemon fights against another Pokemon wears them out to the point where they basically pass out and then you can capture them and then you develop an affinity with them and become their trainer, and then they grow more powerful as you both like learn. Yeah, your bond it's about strengthens, and you yeah. can also then. It's, I mean, have them if, evolve. if you were to do this in real life, it's a totally fucked up idea. Yeah, you of like, subjugate an entire you, population. You take, kids, and, you take an animal that you love, make it beat the shit out of another animal, then capture it. 
then f- bend it to your will so that it is an gets an, stronger, so that it will fight and hurt other creatures that are cute and lovable. Yeah, so, but doing so in a very as with sweet anything way. else, Japanese people can make the cutest shit. Make the most yeah, they can rugged make, shit. Yeah. So the games were highly addictive and really, really good. They were a big hit immediately. And then uh, the cartoon went into production pretty soon after um, because I think no one in Nintendo was stupid. <laughs> they, they were like, yeah, this is going to be yeah. a hit. So. Yeah, it was on um, TV Tokyo in 97. In the- it, and then it came to the U.S. very soon after. It was on the U.S. You know, on Kids WB in 97 and 98. Uh, and I know this because when I worked at TNT, I used to watch it every morning before I went to work because I found it relaxing because it was just, sweet. here's the little Pokemon he's going to catch of yeah. the day. And so I would watch Pokemon for half an hour while I ate my cereal and drank my coffee before I would actually watch the news, which no one does anymore. But back then, I would actually turn on headline news and get half an hour of headlines. Um so I actually fell in love with Pokemon probably through the series. I liked the game a lot, but the series, the TV show, it was the first season of the very first Pokemon show starring Ash, uh, Brock, and Misty um, were, was my intro into the Pokemon world and what I watched. I think they got like 52 at Kids WB, so I watched it like because it was on five days a week. So I watched them all and then you caught them all well i caught all of those and then i started going to japan and they sell little pokemon um in japan tomi does that the toy company tomi so i used to whenever i would go i'd collect a few because they were like a buck fifty each now they're like five dollars each but uh i would collect a few until i had a couple hundred in my office and, and you at one point i gave them away i gave them away to chris hartley you did have office. did you have all of the ones that were released at the series at one point it was like 301 or 300 and i did for when it was like 100 and the original was 151 or something like that it was like 100 and then i i had all those and then i got the ones that was 200 now there's like six or seven hundred yeah i think so it's 800 yeah so i don't i stopped at some point because i was like you know move on yeah um but i still do collect one or two Pokemon that we'll talk about. So, Would those um, be some of your favorite Pokemon yes. so far? But Toonami actually has, you know, Pokemon's so ubiquitous that it even made it to Toonami once we pried it out of kids' WB's um, hands. Uh, we showed some various, we showed several Pokemon movies, and then we've shown one Pokemon series that was one of the many spinoffs, yeah. right? Um, when we sh- when we were on Saturday nights, right? When we were sort of skewing younger. It was started in, when it was in the afternoon, and then it was one of the shows that was early because the Saturday night was such a long. Yeah. When it flipped from the SCNS. So let's look at uh, our promo for Pokemon: The First Movie, which was, like it said, the first Pokemon film, aptly titled. Every Friday at 5, Toonami's breaking off movies for the masses. Next Friday, science has finally gone too far. You are greater than you, improved through the power of human ingenuity. A prehistoric Pokemon has been cloned and is out of control. Can Ash stop Mewtwo from stealing their Pokemon and taking over the world? Pokemon, the first movie, next Friday at 5. Don't fool with Mother Nature. Don't mess with human nature. So yeah, it, that was back when they would give us 
whatever movie, and we had to just make it fit the Toonami template. <laughs> uh, but that, of course, introduced Mewtwo, who was one of the great villains of Pokemon. There aren't that many um, that are like actual bad guys. But they milked that pretty hard. Then there was Mewtwo 2, and he showed up, and all kinds of other stuff. So here's another Pokemon Toonami promo we did. And then we're going to have a little fun and look at how Kids WB Pokemon, I mean, Kids WB Toonami advertised Pokemon. There's more to being a Pokemon than battling with Ash and Pikachu. It's Catch all new monsters and new characters in never-before-seen adventures. You're in for the fight of your life! The kid's got guts, I'll give him that. Pokemon Chronicles, premieres Saturday, June 3rd at 7. Unleash the pocket monsters. Who's your daddy? Only Tsunami on Cartoon Network. You rock and you rule! The I believe- triple button ending on that I spot. I believe that was one of the less popular Pokemon because people didn't like them, the protagonist, the main character. Yeah. Um, Ash is still really the main protagonist. Like his adventures, is, the kid never grows up. He never gets to move on. Um, so this is how, so for a while, some of you may not remember this because you weren't born, but uh, Toonami was actually on Kids WB for a while. Uh, we In were... Name. We were told, hey, we're going to put Toonami on Kids WB. Give them all your shit, and they're going to make a bunch of Toonami stuff. And we said, that's probably a bad idea because it's a real specific aesthetic. And they said, yeah, 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 shut the fuck up and give Kids WB your stuff. So we did. And this is what they did with it. Toonami continues with Pokemon Next, followed by the high-kicking action of Jackie Chan Adventures, today, right here on Kids WV. <laughs> it's the a whole bunch of Shouting guy. It's just Announcer a guy just... going like this, kids, watch the shit. Which is uh, the antithesis. There's just the no point. Start. I mean, there's no point. They didn't need to use Toonami. They should have just had bouncing logos. I mean, yeah. that's kind of what it is anyway. Um, but anyway, so uh, Pokemon... I think check it, it out. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna start with Pokemon, I honestly suggest starting with the video game because one of the games yeah. because it's just an easier intro. At this point, if you were to try to start from the with the TV shows, you'd probably have to do research and figure out which because this show that the original show is actually pretty old at this point. It's like 20 years old, so yeah. you don't necessarily want to start there. Um, so. You probably want to start with one of the newer Pokemon games that just came out for the Switch, which people are saying are great, and I have not had time to play. Um, I think because of the various Pokemon games, most of them are just updated versions of the same idea, which is there's going to be two. Each one has different Pokemon in it that you can get, and uh, it's they're always an RPG. They usually start Ash or, t- or some combination of three characters, and they're just really similar. So I think for me, I don't know if I want to do that over and over and over. But right. um, I think that's the place to start and then see what series or TV show you might like if you want to go into the extended world. Um, but speaking of extended worlds, we are familiar enough with Pokemon that we thought, well, why don't we actually just talk about the topic of the day can be what's your favorite Pokemon? Because... Really, most 
people have a favorite Pokemon, I would think. Anyone who fucks with right. Pokemon will have a favorite Pokemon because it's more about the cute animals than yeah, it is. Yeah, for me, it's, it's either looks cool or is cute. It's sort of one of the two. There's yeah. only a one, box, a one tick box to tick. Are you cute or are you cool? Yeah, I think for me, it's pretty much cute. <laughs> so uh, my favorite Pokemon, who has been my favorite for a while is a ghost-type Pokemon, and that is Gengar, which this is my Gengar Tomy figure that is that I did the only get rid of. Gengar that you have? No, I actually have... That's a good question, Gil. I actually have about 10 or 15 Gengars in my office that I collect. Oh, and you brought two down I brought a few to down. show? Here's, I brought this guy. Here, I'll hold, I'll hold this he's, like a, he's like a Disney... Whatever they call those, a Sum Sum. Then this guy, which I got in Tokyo, was very soft... He is quite soft. This guy I've had for, I think I've had this guy for 20 years because I got him back when Pokemon first came on and I went to Japan in like, two, actually, so 2003, yeah, so. Earlier probably. Anyway, close. 2002, 2003, so about 15 years I've had this one. Um, so yeah, I collect Gengar. You look great with all the Gengars, kill. I don't have quite all of them, but give me a second. You can keep talking. Thanks. I appreciate it. So Gengar is a ghost-type Pokemon. He is the evolved form of Ghastly. Ghastly is a little gas ball with eyes who likes to play tricks on things. What I like about Gengar, other than the fact that he's purple, he's chubby, and he smiles, is that he's kind of um, mischievous, almost mean uh, Gengars, Jesus Christ. Don't roll on. Gengars live in. Gengars like to hide in shadow, um, so you can't see them. They can hide perfectly in shadows, but uh, they make the air temperature cold around you, so the t- temperature will be about 10 degrees colder than normal, and that's how people know there's a Gengar around. But they come out of your shadow. They delight in terrifying people, so they sound almost like they could be evil, but then they like Japanese stand up. And they will bond with a trainer uh, once the trainer is, like, shown to take good care of them. So Ash Ketchum has a Gengar, and he made friends with it after it was haunting a town. And uh, he went and... Misunderstood. Yeah. So I love Gengar just because he is a mischievous little guy who stirs up shit and And makes the world slightly cooler and he's real cute and purple so uh i think i have a clip i have a couple gengar clips i have a clip of gengar from a one of the pokemon cartoons and then one from the video game just so you can see how he looks here's the cartoon So those are different <laughs> forms of Gengar. I think it's Ghastly, Haunter, and Gengar. But as you can see, they like watching goofy physical comedy. So big Three Stooges fans. So even though they're technically like evil and scary, they're not. They're pretty harmless. Uh, and this is what Gengar looks like in a fight. And this is from one of the various Pokemon tournament games from some time ago. Let's check it out.
Yeah, weirdly, in Japan it's Gengar, and here I guarantee someone, it's gang. someone in gang. Nintendo was like, Gang, no, no gangs. Gangs are bad. Let's call it Gengar. Uh, but it's Gengar in Japan. So Gengar, number one, absolute favorite. There's not even another one close to Gengar in my heart. But A distant I, second place. I do have other other favorites. So let's talk about one of my other favorites who I thought was just cute as a button from the very beginning. And that's, of course, the wonderful, wonderful Bulbasaur. Uh, Bulbasaur is one of the very first Pokemon in the show. I think Ash acquires him as a pre-trained uh, animal in the trainer pack. Uh, they're still considered rare. I don't know why that is, though, because they're in every single Pokemon game and pretty easy to get, but hey, considered rare. In the wild, they're very rare. Maybe. But Bulbasaur is a very sweet and easy to get along with um, Pokemon. Uh, Ash's Bulbasaur, in fact, becomes like a crisis management Pokemon where he ends up staying with pr- the professor because there's always a professor. He ends up staying with the professor at his lab, uh, helping to calm other Pokemon that have like, you know, issues. issues. So he's like a he's like a youth counselor for Pokemon, uh, and he has even a move with his vines where he holds the Pokemon and shakes and and, and sings to them. It's called the um, oh gosh, uh, Bullaby. So it's like a lullaby. But anyway. I really like Bulbasaur. Of course, like every Pokemon, all he does is say his name. I don't know who invented that convention, but he just says Bulbasaur over and over. Uh, A genius. He actually, uh, when they're ready to evolve at level 16, they will not always evolve because sometimes they don't want to. They're like, no, I don't want it. But the bigger Bulbasaur, like like they get kind of big and kind of crazy looking. They just basically look like a giant dinosaur. I prefer the cute as a button little tiny Bulbasaur. so let's look at a Bulbasaur battle that he had, and you can see his abilities. Bulbasaur! Fire type moves have a devastating effect when used on grass types. Direct hit! And a powerful one, too! Dustclops, no! Razor Leaf, now! Vine Whip, now! Soar, soar! No way! Combusting Youth Fire Spin!
So as you can see, people like to bust out the flame type against the grass type, which is what he is. But Bulbasaur, he's not so easy to take down. Yeah, you can't. He's be got the, mad one skills. One of the OG yeah. Pokemon, and not have seen a few tricks. And he turns into Venusaur, and he's got a big old tree on his back. Um, but I, I love Bulbasaur; he's very cute. Um, and then finally, the Pokemon that, aside from Gengar, is probably the most like what I imagine I would be as a Pokemon, and that is, of course, Snorlax. Snorlax, oh, that's perfect. Snorlax uh, is a hilarious Pokemon because he, in the game, he's always blocking something you need to get to. So he's blocking the path and you have to get from point A to point B, or he's blocking a thing that the town needs. Like he's always in the, like his, yeah. the thing with Snorlax is they like to sleep in in the way of shit for whatever reason. Yeah, it's so guarding is the wrong term. Yeah, they're not really guarding. They're just in the way. Asleep yeah. <laughs> on they're the way ju- too. They're just a nuisance, and they enjoy being a nuisance. So they can sleep, and evidently they can eat in their sleep. And I read that they need to eat 900 pounds of food a day, which felt significant. Familiar. Yeah, it felt familiar to me. Right. They apparently like fruit, but can eat pretty much anything, including moldy or bad food. It doesn't hurt their stomach. Uh, in terms of powers, they have a they have a bunch of powers, but you have to like rouse them to get them to fight you. Like they won't wake up no matter what you do, and they're so strong that they're just you're kind of like a lot of Ash is kind of nonplus when he first fights them. But finally, he gets figures out how to engage one, and then you have to figure out how to beat it because they're really powerful. They have a Giga Slam ability, which is they just slam their belly down and everything gets knocked around. Um, but I love the idea of a giant creature that just sleeps and gets in everybody's way, but is adorable at the same time. And powerful. I have a giant Snorlax pillow at home that my wife uses to relax with sometimes. Um, it's perfect. So Snorlax, uh, I think I have a clip of um, all of Ash's particular Snorlax, the moves that he can bust out so you can see his capabilities. He doesn't just get in the way, sleep and eat. And look adorable. He actually has some utility as a fighter. Let's check it out. Snorlax to heal. Wow, talk about taking a big risk. 
he has rest other is some next level he shit. Other, he has other moves than that, but I love that a move is rest. Rest, chill. Like, I got that move down, down, and I like that his other moves are just beat the shit out it's, of stuff. Punch, kick, swing around. Use your belly. Your <laughs> like, just use your giant body. Get punched Again, in the gut. That's how I feel that I would fight if I were a Pokemon. So, anyway, those are three of my favorites. Well done. Uh, first for me is Charizard, the third in the evolution from Charmeleon and Charmander, the sweet little baby fire-breathing fire-type Pokemon that Ash gets. And I think it's Bulbasaur, Char, uh, Charmander, and Squirtle are the three that you get in the f- first... It's the first several Pokemon games. I don't know if, what it is now because I've I mean, played a Pokemon game Pikachu, in a while. I mean, you get Pikachu and then you get two you others. Would, you you would get... Those are the three you could pick from to have your, like... You automatically base. have Pikachu and then you get two others. And the, the, of those two, you can pick three yeah. uh, out of those three. So, And they're always the... Or at least for the yeah. first several games. They were um, so Charizard ends up... Starts off way cuter and ends up... I love that Gengar's hanging out for the... Gengar didn't give a shit. Gengar's haunting Charizard. Saying... Gengar over and over He's again. Fire watching type TV. and Gengar's ghost. We need a little there, actually. riser so that. Yeah, we need a cup. It doesn't matter. Anyway, sorry. Matter. I might have lost my train of thought there. Um, Charizard, giant fire breathing dragon Pokemon. Uh, this is the clip that I have that's the most sort of basic fight that you can see. So this is a fight with Blastoise, um, Squirrel's eventual fighting machine type. So let's check it out.
Blastoise is unable to battle. Charizard is the winner. Blastoise has been defeated. The winner is Ash Ketchum from Pallet Town. It was a long and fierce battle, and in the end, Ash... It was a long battle. I don't know why you wouldn't just use Flamethrower Burn the Battlefield as the opening attack every time, but I guess that's... Part I know, of the allure fire, of Pokemon is the chess match of fire type versus water type. Yeah. It's, it's I mean it's really rock paper scissors in the actual game. Yeah, that, in the card it's, game, it's rock paper yeah, scissors. Yeah. But um, but they kind of do those principles in the show. But yeah, I uh, and I like that the, even just hanging out was too long for the person who uploaded the clip. And I was like, all right, let's get yeah. to it. <laughs> um, so second for me is really just the fact that it's. A fire-breathing dog, but it's Growlithe, um, who is another fire type, and I thought it was Growlithe. Growlithe? I think it's Growlithe. Pretty sure. Yeah. Is uh, I just like cute dogs that Pretty breathe cute. fire. Pretty cute. Um, this is James from Team Rocket has a Growlithe. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. Yep. And, uh, he tells a very sad story that um, <laughs> about this. Do they show uh, it? Do they show the story? Are you yeah. about to see the story? So Maybe he'll pronounce I, it. I apologize in advance for the sad times that are about to happen um, for Growlithe. <laughs> a boy was wandering far from home with his loyal Growlithe Growly. They were both freezing and they hadn't eaten in days. <laughs> Growly, I'm not going to make it. Leave me alone and save yourself. Oh. The angels have come for me. Farewell. I leave this cruel world for a better place. Remember me, Growl. Ugh. Growl. Then the boy departed this world. Little Growly howled all night. The boy was found frozen solid. Oh, that's such a sad ending. That poor kid. I can't believe James is gone. I miss him. James is standing right here. Ah, that's right. Huh? Hmm? I'm all mixed up. Can't trust Team Rocket, man. How do you have a fire-breathing dog and freeze to death? I don't know. thought it was fucked up that he didn't offer his own body meat up to uh, Growlithe. Take my body. Oh, as he was eat, going out? Eat my corpse, yeah. Well, we don't know that he didn't. Maybe that's why he was howling is because he knew... We do know that he didn't because it was James. Shit that was about to happen. Even in his little story, it couldn't be cool. Um, and last is actually my all-time favorite Pokemon, and that is Squirtle. Because uh, look at Squirtle. How can you not love an ass-kicking little turtle? I actually don't like Squirtle once he starts evolving. Blastoise mm, is yeah a bit much for me. Blastoise is sort of like too Gamera. He looks like a just a yeah. He's too dinosaur-like. Um, originally in the show, Ash's first pick for his uh, Pokemon was going to be Squirtle, but sadly his alarm clock didn't go off and fucking. Gary Oak was able to claim him before Gary, Ash got there. Every but time, Gary. I guess it turned out okay in the end because he was able to get Pikachu, and that yeah. even though he was a little bit of a shocking personality to start with, ended up being a positive story. But anyway, no. <laughs> Squirtle is damn cute. 
Uh, and we're going to watch. He's got a weirdly, like, cigar smoking voice, though. Yeah. He's like, Squirtle. He's got like a. <laughs> he's an hey. And uh, this is. <laughs> so he's been drinking a lot. He's a, he's a party. He's Pokemon. a party He's squirtle, a party yeah. type. <laughs> party type. Um, Squirtle. This. I didn't find a clip of them actually fighting because this just made me laugh too much. So we're going to check out the Squirtle Squad for about a good 90 seconds oh, or so. Oh, right. so. they just say Squirtle, 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 yeah. Squirtle, Squirtle. Here we go. Here comes the Squirtle Squad. Who would play such a rotten trick? Who are you? What's so funny? We could have been hurt. Got a problem? Squirtle, 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 Squirtle. You're threatening us. We're Team Rocket. We threaten. Squirtle, Squirtle, Squirtle. I like that they all freaked out when they were yeah, the, the cops are coming. Oh shit! It's, <laughs> oh, it's the shit, fuzz. It's, <laughs> it's the fuzz, man. Let's hot foot it. Uh, so those are some of our Be, favorite. Beware of a squirtle when they have sunglasses. When the they're pointy not, sunglasses, they're not nice. Yeah. They're not nice squirtles yeah. if they're wearing shades. That's, I think that's true. Most people. it's something to hide. Yeah, I would go to a squirrel squad picnic with sunglasses though. That looked fun. Yeah, lemon soda. Well, they and might rice throw balls. you. In, they might throw you in the bottom of that well. No, not me. Nah. Okay, squirtle. Sure. Should we check out uh, the Adult Swim Facebook? Yeah, let's picks? see what the Adult see. Swim Facebook says about your favorite Pokemon. Yeah, nice. Gengar and Snorlax, Haunter. Everybody likes the creepy ones. Ditto is really cool. I like Ditto. Ditto's a po- but Ditto is a Pokemon that can that can absorb other people's powers and just pretend to be them. Like he's he sort of is his whole a power mimic. is just copying your shit. Yeah, yeah he's a mimic. Um, but yeah, good taste. Adult Swim Facebook, good taste. <laughs> And let's see uh, the Toonami Facebook picks. Charizard, Machomp, Squirtle. like a four-armed Gengar Pokemon. again and Cyndaquil. Um, I'm surprised nobody picked Pikachu. I mean, I know he's like the basic one. I think. I think because you're forced to take Pikachu, everyone's like, he's fine. But Pikachu's actually pretty cute. I like Pikachu. Yeah, but I do think. And I like Raichu. Yeah, none of us, neither of us picked Pikachu either. No, I mean, I'm just saying right. it's an interesting phenomenon. And there's about to be a Pikachu movie, which who knows how that's going to be. Yeah. Check uh, it out. Why not? Uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. 
doing Deadpool light. Yeah, but if you can't see Ryan Reynolds, what's the point? Of I know, going to if you Ryan can't Ryan see Reynolds his delightful movie? face, then how can you enjoy his delightful, witty I guess we'll, repartee? I guess we'll have to see the movie and find yeah. out how you do that. <clears throat> well, why don't we talk about what we have coming this week? Okay. Uh, our sneak peeks for this week. Uh, our next episode of Dragon Ball Super coming up Saturday night at 11. And this is the top goal for that episode. On the next all-new episode of Dragon Ball Super. Both of you, get down now! Oh, please! You say that like I'm incapable of dodging a... Dragon Ball Super, Saturday at 11, on Adult Swim. I caught monologue in there. I know. Uh, And then Sword Art Online is at its 12.30 time. uh, And this is the first time for a couple of weeks where we haven't been... Doubling up, up. yeah. Uh, So here we are for Sword Art Online Alicization. On the next all-new episode of Sword Art Online Alicization. If you touch me again without my permission, I will have your hand. Sword Art Online Alicization. Saturday at 12.30. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. I'm going to bust that out on somebody today. I would listen to the lady. Uh, And because we were not... In a new episode last week, we were not able to show the Promised Neverland trailer, uh, but that is premiering tomorrow night at midnight, and here is our spot for that. Good morning to you, my darling children. Let us appreciate that all 38 of you are able to live happy lives under this roof. You know, it's weird. None of us have ever gotten any letters. Letters? Yeah, nothing from any of our siblings who've been adopted over the years. Um, Mom? What song is that? Never go near the gator fence. Yeah, Mom always tells us that. Because going near there can be very dangerous. There's someone there! This is all of a these three are to be prepared for plucking. The future isn't promised. The Promised Neverland. Premier Saturday at midnight. Someday, we'll have to leave here, won't we? Only Toonami on Adult Swim. Cut by the great Sarah Hardy. Excellent mm-hmm. work as always. Yeah, and some people were saying that we gave away the, the show. Like, don't watch it, they spoil it. It's like, that whole promo is cut from the first episode. And that twist happens halfway in. So we're just literally, if giving, if telling you the premise of a show is spoiling it, your definition of spoiler may need some flexibility. That's my opinion. Yeah. A little, I mean, I guess it should just be a promo saying how great the orphanage is. And then then why would anyone fucking watch? It's just, it's just doesn't make sense. Uh, And then to explain the full implications of all of our, Lineup changes. Uh, we have a new lineup spot that juggles all the shows around and uh, tells you when they are. Every Saturday night, Toonami stacks the deck. And we're holding a royal flush. Dragon Ball Super gets the party started at 11. Bad news for you. I'm starting to see how you fight. My Hero Academia seats up at 11.30. New Kids on the Block Promise Neverland premieres at midnight. Sword Art Online logs in at 12.30. What a thrill. <laughs> JoJo jams at 1. Incredible. Black Clover 
over in chance at 1.30. You won't defeat us! Boruto breaks it down at 2. Looks like our team wins. Ship it in grumbles at 2.30. She's got a lot of them. Hunter Hunter wars at 3. You have truly earned my admiration. And Attack on Titan slays giants at 3.30. We're scouts. That's what we do. Toonami. Next Saturday night from 11 to 4. I don't know why, but it felt so nostalgic. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. I love this job. Nice. Who cut that? George. Nice. George, our new editor, Welcome. cut that. Welcome, George. Welcome to the fold. Um, and then finally, we have this week's Adult Swim single, uh, which is week 34 in a series of 52. Uh, and that this this week's track is by Nocturnal Sunshine. It's called Radiate. Let's uh, let's check out a sample of that. Check that out at adultswim.com slash singles along with the other 33 songs we've released. Come back next Wednesday uh, around noon for a new song all the way through the next 52 weeks. And you can check out our Adult Swim Spotify playlist where we put all the Adult Swim singles if you don't feel like going to our site. Nice. Uh, Very handy. Well, I'm a handy guy. There you go. That does it for this week's pre-flight. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Gengar, Gengar. <laughs> Toonami, every Saturday night from 11 to 4.